You're listening to Five Smooth Stones. You're saying it weird. The hell are you supposed to be? I know rent, rent is due every day. All is fair in love, war, and challenges. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. It's interesting, the ghost. But you can't change the rules just because you don't like how I'm doing it. I'm vengeance. Raining outside. No, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. All right. Um, Rivals one review. Um, disclaimer for this episode. Um, this is probably one of our favorite episodes as a group of us three. So this one is probably going to be Season. a little longer. Yeah, I would. We talked about it a little bit before Cutthroat, but I would say this is the season where the challenge shifts into like what I love about the challenge. Like this is where it really like begins to become like more competition and like, I don't know. It just, they ramp it up whether it's cast or just how they do the challenges. I don't know how, I don't know what, what like went behind the decisions that they made, but it ramped it up to the point where like, this is, I think this goes down as easily top three seasons ever. I would For say sure. definitely, definitely top five. I'd have to look more into it. Definitely yeah, top five. Definitely top five. I'd say I like Rivals two more. No, I, but I'm uh, just... this one is incredible. I get. I agree with what you're saying. This one actually is when the competition like go takes it up a notch, and you're doing crazy stuff. Yeah, the and we usually start with the rookies, but this one only has. Well, first off, um. This is, I mean, this isn't really about the season a lot, but this is the season after TJ's big uh, BMX accident. And we can talk about that just a little bit because he had that really big fall that actually he, I don't think, as far as I remember, I don't think he ever went back and did it after this big crash when he had to be put in a coma or something because he had uh, like fluid on his brain or something like that. Yeah, he had fluid in his brain. And I remember because no one knew if he was going to come back or not. No one knew who the host was going to be. Yeah, and they talk about that right at the beginning a little bit, like that they were still in the dark about who the host was going to be. And then out walks the man, the myth, the legend, TJ Lavin. Lavin. <laughs> did I say it right? You, you say it however you want to say it. All right, I will. But yeah, he walks out, and it, it was a it was, that was actually kind of a cool way to start it too. Because you can see like the genuine emotion on all of them. Yeah. The fact that he's there. Cause they, they, I don't, I don't, I think they're genuine and not thinking, like not knowing if he was actually going to be there or not. Yeah. And I think you could probably make the argument that if for whatever reason he couldn't return to this show, the show would not still be running like today. They would not have had 38 seasons of this show without TJ. No, he elevates it to like a different level. And it's odd because he's like, I mean, he's a good host. It's not like it's. He doesn't have to do much. He's just. But it's just like him, like his presence and the way like, especially his, his personality, like the way he laughs when things are going down, that makes you laugh. His laugh is contagious to watch. Oh, yeah, for sure. So we usually talk about the rookies and the notable rookie, obviously, is Leroy. Um. I didn't write any other rookies down. Are so there any only, other? There's only two teams. There's two teams of rookies, and that's it. It's Leroy, and it starts with Adam, Adam R from his Las Vegas season, and John A and Jasmine. Oh, yeah. 
I don't know. So write there's that down. only four rookies total, and they're yeah. It's a good this, I think Leroy is obviously a like a mainstay. So you gotta look at it like that. It's a good rookie class for males, but the the females are good too. Cause I mean John A entertaining and John A. Yeah. She's yeah, John A ends up coming. I mean, she's come back a handful of times and she's made it decently far. She she won All Stars two, right? And uh and the first three. one. Oh, she won, won three. Also? No, she didn't win one. She won oh, two, and two and three. Oh, yeah. I don't know yeah. why I forgot that she won three, but okay. She so won with a partner and two, and then uh, individually in three. And I, I, I know we talked about this before, but I have a all stars. I mean, you can you can count to win if you want, but I think it's just different. It's I, different. It's definitely. I just count. Different. I'll just I count it as an all stars win. It's it is different for yeah, sure. Yeah, but uh, but she was the way she plays the game in those. Like she's definitely improved to where because she's in this one she's a little more vocal but i think as the seasons go on she becomes a little timid and like unsure of herself it seems at times i think part of that is you're thinking of x's two probably a little bit and zach is kind of yeah maybe yeah you're probably right with that Yeah, i think he had a big part to play with that with her like doubting herself but the um, theme of this was perfectly done. You're paired with your rival, the one you hate. In in any season, when you go through the list, there's going to be pairs that are like, you're making them a rival or you're making them an ex, for instance, and it's kind of a stretch to say that they're that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. for in- like obviously, CT and Adam, which is the first one they announce, is clearly a rivalry. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, mean, for CT- sure beat the crap out of him like what did they say seven stitches something like that but like if that's outside of a tv show setting he kills him 100 like adam would be dead if that was on the streets yeah oh he was he was out for blood that night yes and this is speaking of this is ct's first official season back sydney you missed the episode because you were out sick but we took out to talk about the banana backpack oh that's amazing but this is ct's this is ct's first season officially back on the show and he to say he's public enemy number one is understatement. understatement he almost has the entire house against him from day one yeah i don't think he truly has any anybody backing him except for a little bit towards the end laurel kind of but not even really because she's in that alliance still no they literally have a day dedicated to trying to get him out d-day so they try to do it twice right d-day the teams here what was your going into it like looking at it take the we know the obviously know the winners take it out of that looking at it who is the teams you thought were going to like just from day one we're going to be the best I... it's hard to put it in perspective because i know how good challengers end up being like because okay if you take this now obviously for the girls Kara and laurel are the exactly. best team. that's what i was gonna say but back then Kara didn't have her confidence laurel was still a little bit of her immature self so obviously the girls definitely evan and lynn and paula oh for I sure say. but i definitely definitely was like rooting for laurel and Kara. i never have liked Kara, but i love laurel so i'm always team laurel and i knew they would make it far and then obviously johnny that's who I was rooting for, of course, Johnny and Tyler. I knew they would make it to the end. I know how uh, I know how Gavin feels about Tyler, so that 
that duo was. You're not. Was, yeah, I, Tyler? he loves Tyler. No, I love I Tyler. Love Tyler. I love. But uh, what I was Tyler's relationship in terms of who I like, if I tried to think back to the first time I watched it, who I thought was going to win, I would say Kenny and Wes. Hundred yeah, percent. I would hundred percent oh, yeah. agree with that for the males. But the let's go through the team. So there's we went through CT and Adam. We'll go through the boys first. Nehemiah and Kenny. Which is a good team, but uh, I love... No, Nehemiah and Evan. Oh, it's Nehemiah and Evan. Sorry, yes. I love the line that CT says. He's talking about everybody, and he says, Johnny's Johnny, Kenny's Kenny. He said, Evan's Evan, but it looks like he uh, he's pregnant. Yeah. He clearly, <laughs> he clearly put on a little bit. Yeah, and they mentioned that multiple times during the season. Oh, yeah. Evelyn especially. And so you have Nehemiah and Evan, Kenny and Wes. I'm pulling it up. Adam fast. and Adam R and Leroy, Ty and Brandon. Trying to see if I'm missing anybody. Uh, did I say Tyree and Davis? No, you did not. So Tyree and Davis. Let me know if I miss mm. anyone. And then girls, you got Evelyn and Paula, Laurel and Cara, Mandy and um, Jen. Jen and that one. Okay, we've talked about this from Fresh Meat too. Jen in any other season is sent home, right? From punching her in the face. Like oh, that? yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, right. That's the second time that she's gotten into a physical altercation and not got sent home. Which I don't understand because anyone else would be sent home. Yeah, I, got I, sent home for accidentally scratching Josh's face. Like that's. I mean, we're, we're talking about <laughs> that's later new. Seasons. That's new age challenge, though. You no, I know. That's what I'm home saying. You see how much stuff changes. Yeah. For girls, after Jen and Mandy, you got Jasmine, John A, Caitlin, and Sarah, which. That's a, that's one that's they're not rivals. Right. They had and, one. No, they had one I, tiff. Anissa yeah. and Robin. Anissa and Robin, and then Camilla and Teresa. That was one where I felt bad for um, Anissa. I did feel yeah. a little yeah, bit for Anissa in that one. She would never ever have been sent home first back like back then. But Robin, it's unfortunate. In the, uh, I think what I was. The Anissa and Robin team was an odd one. I don't, do you know? I, I'm trying to think of the history because some of these. Yeah, I remember their thing. Um, I don't remember what season it's on, but Ro- I'm pretty sure Robin says something either racist or homophobic towards her whenever yes. Robin was drunk. She, I rem- I just watched that. It's actually literally she says the exact same thing that Trishelle says to her. And I was, oh, like, is it that? Okay. No, like you're black. You're gay you're you know when she says like you're all these things like it she says that exact thing it that's, was like deja vu watching it that's trishelle though. what season is that exactly. on exactly you think that was trishelle but robin said that first to anisa i that's think it's on dual one no yeah. maybe yes, it it's is. either it's one of the duels is when that happens i'm pretty sure it's dual dual one she says that to her when she's drunk and it's this huge thing anisa says like i don't respect you anymore you know whatever blah 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 that's but why they're rivals. I do remember saying. that. It's like deja vu because then you take a few years later and Trishel literally and Anissa are in the exact same argument because Trishel's saying that to her own rivals too. That's very interesting. Right? Anissa just brings that. That's weird. <laughs> very weird. But this, going into this, this house, like this group, this is the, I'm trying to think of like seasons we will watch, but this has got to be the best party house they've had. Like in terms of everyone together, the group yeah. like they have because you have like dude when you could like that this is the last time we see the trio of evan kenny and johnny bananas 
together yes in a season and those three in this are like you add those three then you add like the you have such a good mix of like strong veteran females which i really think they lack in the newer seasons this has such a strong influence of them and then you have like a good rookie class because leroy is just like going with the flow with everything that's how he is in this one that's how he is in all of them so you mix that with like the different personalities they have the people who've been on the challenge and it's like it's got to be one of the best casts they put together. Oh, oh yeah! In hindsight, perfect. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. At that era, those were like the people you would want to see all together on a challenge. One thing that I did think underperformed that we're talking about females, like looking at what their challenge career becomes, is Camilla and Teresa. I was gonna say that when I was reading off yeah. the because teams, in yeah. like any later season, like you, for instance, in Rivals Two or like anything like that, you put those two in there where they, maybe it's just they're young and it's just still they're coming up, but that that team could have been based on what we've seen in the challenge of Powerhouse. Yeah, yeah. Camilla I don't know. Is, I mean, it's actually an animal. She's one of the best females on the challenge. I'm I trying to think how. I mean, I agree with you because. Camilla is a beast, but I don't know how good Teresa really is yeah, in the I long run. I think Teresa's overrated. Absolutely. I don't. I. I don't think she's overrated. She's properly rated as a okay challenger. I would say. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's okay. I wouldn't call her excellent. Like I think she's just she's good, but she's not like Laurel good. Like how many finals has no, she been to? Good. She's well, been to one final, right? Or more. Only one, and she wasn't even supposed to be there. Because she right, exactly. got brought back. She got second place. I know we're looking ahead, and I don't want to jump around too much in seasons, but she deserved to be in that final. In that season. And we can talk about the format when we get to that, but she deserved <laughs> to be in Rivals. Yes, in, and did. I mean, in Battle X2 final. She, she did, deserved that. But if it wasn't for Wes, she wouldn't have been anything on that season, I don't think. That's a debate to have. Okay. We can talk about it then. Speaking of Wes... Uh, he makes a comment about well, this is this is peak. This has got to be peak cocky Wes. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is why people dislike Wes. This this kind of season is why people dislike Wes. But I I enjoy Wes. I genuinely in this in physical shape, he is in the best physical shape I think I've ever seen a male competitor be in in a season. Right or wrong? Who Wes? I would say just from the looks of it. I can't. I can't say. No. I can't say that you're wrong because I don't know for sure. So I'll just agree with you. He starts this out. He's a beast. He looks like a beast. I think it's easier to root for him in this season because he's in alliance with the people you want to root for, like Bananas and Evan. Yes, I agree. It's the he's the one. Him and Nehemiah are the ones that are kind of tagged along. Yeah, because they have to be. So they're protected, but in like a normal season, if you take Wes off of Kenny's team and you take Nehemiah off of Evan's team and you just swap them out, put them with someone else they don't like, they're targeted immediately. Like it's not a waiting game. It's because they're attached to this mob, which this clearly was an alliance. This has got to be, this is probably one of the most well-organized alliances they've had. Yeah, like, it's I one agree. of the most dominant ones because there wasn't even if you think about the deliberation, especially if when you take into like consideration the new ones that they've done, like the new seasons. This is the most dominant win, or like the most dominant alliance they've had because it was like a. He describes it at the beginning. He said it's a mob, which they call it the mob, 
there's some one, of the it's, one person says one thing and then everyone just does it. Yeah, it's some of the shortest deliberations in challenge history in this season because TJ walks in and they he comes back like five minutes later or less because yeah. the mob Almost just every time controls it. Yep, every time. Speaking of West, you see him try his West tricks in recruiting rookies like early in like the beginning of the party night. He's trying to recruit Leroy and uh who's his partner originally? Adam. Adam. And Leroy's like, no, bro, don't listen to his bullshit. I don't trust him. <laughs> like right away, Leroy calls him out Leroy for his knows. shit. <laughs> he that uh they cause that they go in from the challenge or like the introducing the cast to just the house introduction which the house is cool but they talk they they start showing the jasmine and tyree dynamic oh my god weird gotta be one of the weirdest storylines that they've and it's early because they don't he doesn't last a whole long he's got to be one of the worst challengers of all time yeah oh yeah he's a complex politically and physically yes worse than dunbar you say yeah i would say Yeah. yeah You think Dunbar's I worse? Can't, he's more entertaining to me than Dunbar is. I can't stand like Dunbar may be a better competitor. Dunbar's like, got a Dunbar's got a a win though. <laughs> I mean, we we talked about that. I we, know, but still, <laughs> Tyree. I don't. I don't think Tyree's ever made it past four episodes. Wait, when did Dunbar win? Cutthroat. He won Cutthroat. Oh, he was yeah, on that team. You're right. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's kind of like a forgettable part of that team. But they start the challenge off with a female elimination. It's that one has got to be one of the more underrated challenges that I've watched. You're just jumping off a cliff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're just like holding your partner's hand, jumping off a cliff. And like half the teams DQ because they step Gosh. over that line. They step over that line. So you, female elimination, you have two of the teams DQing are the two top teams, Kara and Laurel. And then Evelyn and Paula. Yeah. Sydney's, who Sydney thinks is boring, which is fine. Ew, she's Evelyn? wrong. Yeah. She's boring, boring. I just don't, she's not my favorite. But Evelyn and Paula lose this one. And so they're going straight into elimination. And coming into it, you would have to put them in top two. I mean, there's just top like one. Looks, top yeah. one at that point in the challenge history. Yeah. Yeah. And they lose. And so they're going straight into elimination. And so you started out with like a veteran team, which is not how they were thought it was going to go. And the rookie team who they probably would have thrown in against them wins the challenge. And not only do the female rookies win, but Adam and Leroy both win, which I'm convinced. Cause I've seen Epic. Adam. I know I, I've seen Adam in his real world season. He's not super athletic. So I'm almost positive that when he jumped, Leroy just carried him. Just jumped with him in his arms. That's something we didn't see it. Just edited it out, and he jumped with him in his arms. I could see that <laughs> because I no Adam doesn't. I just being real, like it doesn't seem like and doesn't seem like he has that kind of athleticism. Maybe I'm missing something, but those two win, and they go back to deliberate. And everyone wants to throw in, or at least the females want to throw in Kara and Laurel, which makes they want to sense, take out Evelyn, which would have made sense. Yeah. But they came in with that pre-made alliance of the mob. So it was really, and they were part of it. Laurel was part of it. And I think Laurel was really only part of it because of Kenny. Kenny. Yeah. And you see in the deliberation, this is a, I mean, a technique for, I mean, I guess younger challengers who don't know 
you you first want to put a name out. Everybody's gonna be like, "All right, that's the name that was said. We're gonna go around and say it." That's that's what happens. We have to talk about the deliberation because Robin goes on this speech. Oh my god, that she is says like, nothing. It's Nelson esque, where it's like <laughs> n- it makes no sense. She it says absolutely no nothing. And then after that, after this, like after this brambling, like it, no one's following what's happening. And he's just like, "Listen, it's like let's just be real here." She's eventually just gets to the point and says, why don't we put in the best team that's here? Like, why don't we put in the best team? And then immediately Cara Cara and uh, Laurel vote for Anissa and Robin. And then, like you said, it just follows down the line. Which is so smart because if they don't say that and somebody else says Cara and Laurel first, 100% they would have gone in. Yeah. It's whoever says the name first. Which is a genius plan. And then it goes through that. And... They go back to kind of partying. And this is where Leroy loses his partner because Adam gets in a fight with Ty. Ty again provoking people. We talked about this in Cutthroat, Gavin. Him just getting into fights with people. And he talks about it. Maybe it, I think a lot of some of the stuff he says in his I talking head. I don't think I ever liked Ty in all of his challenge career time. I don't think I ever genuinely liked him. I don't not like him. I mean, I think he's fine for, I mean, he's what you expect in rivals too. Okay. I take that back. I don't think I really liked him until rivals too. And him and Leroy were partnered up. Then I was like, oh, okay, he's cool. Like he had settled down too. like, he does nothing in rivals. Too. Exactly. Like exactly. Because he does too much in all these other seasons. And I've also watched his original real world season and he, you wouldn't like him if you watched it for sure. Tyler. But yeah, he's just obnoxious. Like he's I don't hate the guy, but like I could just do without him. He's just kind of obnoxious. Yeah, I agree with that because even like one like I feel like when he drinks, he just he loses any filter he has. Literally, like, and which he is a lot of people. Off but of his real world because of that. That's ironic that you said that. He literally almost got kicked off for that. But I think he in this one, like sometimes they do like after the fact when they do these confessionals, these talking heads, and like he acts like he's just trying to provoke people. No, dude, you just lost control. Like you're just provo- you're just like being annoying. It's not like you're tr- this master plan to get people kicked out. I really don't think it's anything like that. No, he just, I think I think a little bit of it. He is uh, just like an instigator. He's trying to be an, an instigator and just pick sure. with people, but he goes a little too far. It's like where bananas is an instigator, but I think bananas knows a little bit where to draw the line. Ty, Ty goes a little over the edge and starts things into more than they should be. See, I think Johnny doesn't know, doesn't have a line, but when he knows that someone is at the line, he eventually tries to turn it on someone else. Like if you notice certain, we'll talk about later in this episode, but there's certain epi- there's certain instances where it's crossing the line to do certain things, but he like does it and then doesn't take credit for it. It's like you're dropping yes. a grenade in somewhere and then you walk away. Like that that also, kind of like bananas has never been the guy to start some instigation and get in a physical altercation. Ty has done that on occasions, right. so that could be that's probably a little bit of the difference too. Well, he gets in this one we talked about. He gets in this altercation with Adam, where he's just calling him a bitch, just repeatedly. He's, and Adam, Adam's so stupid. Even Leroy tells him he's like, "Dude, he wants you to hit him. Just yes. can you just go to bed or something?" Like I don't know if he says go to bed, but still, like Ty is. Ty knows what he's doing. He's trying to get him kicked out at this point. Yeah. And then he comes around. He knocks over Mandy. Mandy takes this nasty fall. 
That was a little dramatic. I mean, it she was, hits her head, was, yes. but she's like, I can't dramatic. see. Yeah, I can't like, see. Yes, the drama. She's like, yes, they get my few seconds. <laughs> but so he punches him, which is very entertaining, the fall and all. Now, I mean, not entertaining, but it's entertaining. No, it's entertaining for it's sure. It's entertaining. <laughs> And then he gets taken to a hospital that night, right? Or not hospital, a hotel that night, correct? Yeah, the producer comes in and says, you have to come with us. Come on. You see they're on camera. It's like, you have to leave. Yeah, and he's like not wanting to leave. They're literally like, no, Adam, you need to leave. Like, You're going. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you know, they knew immediately. Everyone knew. You throw a puncher out. Yeah, because then even Bananas and Evan are holding Ty back. And he's like, they're like, dude, he's going home. Just relax. It's over. So then the next thought is typically Leroy would just be sent home. Usually. Like you think about it, like he's a rookie. So usually you should be sent home. You don't have all those built up rivals. You don't have like, like for instance, like CT, if CT's, if say Adam punched someone, you could bring in 14 different rivals for <laughs> CT. Like you could. Yeah. yeah. Leroy got lucky not only because they brought him a partner, but because their partner that he brought was literally his best friend on his real world. Like they were such good friends. That's got to be like a huge, honestly, that's a pretty big moment in the challenge overall, because you think if they don't bring somebody back for Leroy, he doesn't have the career. He doesn't have the mainstayism as he does now. No, you're right. Because he stays, we, we get to it, but. He stay. He makes it to the final. Yeah, a couple different reasons why, but I think part of it for production is they had to realize what they had in Leroy. Because in any other instance, you're probably not bringing in someone who's just off the street to join him. Because we look, you got to look in the past or look forward in how they do things. Typically, people just get sent home. True. Your partner does something stupid, you get sent home. We, you see it in Battle of the X's. We'll talk about it. On the next you one, see it for Vinny gets Vinny does some half of yeah half of Sarah's thing. challenges. She gets sent home for some dumb reason. Not half, yeah. but a lot yeah, of them. Vinny Trishel got her sent home. Yeah, so you, I think this one they noticed kind of a something they had in Leroy a little bit, maybe. Yeah, I think so around. too because I mean they may have read some of his character at least, but he's the he's got to be the nicest guy on the challenge ever right oh, for sure <laughs> he handled he, yeah, he handles everything with grace too yeah like anything that happens he just is so graceful with it i mean this is jumping ahead of quite a bit just a one little comment i'm gonna make but like when camilla is going at him in dirty 30 dude i don't think anybody else handles that the way no, he did that's exactly what i'm referring to yeah like yeah. that like that is a perfect example he no one else would handle that the way he did no and the fact that Camilla was not kicked off for that. Oh, my God. I cannot wait till we get to that season. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a spot. I think the challenge, like production team, everyone regrets. But. Yeah. So we get to the elimination that night. Leroy finds out they're going to bring a partner for him. And it's Mike. And for those that watched his real world season, like Sydney mentioned, He's actually Leroy's friend. Like, they're actually buddies. So, bringing him on is an automatic... Advantage. Advantage. I mean, Mike is clearly... I mean, you take in... Would Adam have been a better challenger? Maybe. But 
Mike's a better friend. Yeah. Mike's easier to get along with for he's smart. He's smart. He's easier to get along with, easier to get along with with Leroy. But you do lose some of the physical um attributes because just being nice. I don't think Mike has a whole lot of physical attributes that are helpful to the challenge. Am I no. think I'm off in saying that? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. So they bring in Mike and then it's Anissa, Robin versus Evelyn and Paula. And what I, I how do you describe how do you describe this elimination? It's like no, actually I can't describe it, but unless I mean they're standing on two different little platforms and they have to hold each other by their hands and every once in a while yeah and every once in a while the platform separates and it gets harder to hold each other up it's weird i can't describe it really (laughs) yeah it was it was an odd one and they take two each team takes a different approach because robin and anisa are pulling back on are they pushing i can't remember i think they're pulling they're pulling yeah so they're both have their weight back and they're just holding onto each other's hands to whereas Evelyn and Paula are pushing against each other and it obviously works out better for them because Evelyn and Paula end up winning. Which, in all honesty, thankful, very thankful that they did because just for TV value. Oh, yeah. There's so many good Paula moments in this season. Paula, yeah. There's, like in physical, like Evelyn's one of the most dominant. We've talked about this. Evelyn's one yeah. of the most dominant challengers in the history of the challenge. So having her on there was added another element to it. But the next one they go to you and throughout this, we, I, I want to discuss this real quick, not real quick. Actually, I, we can take a couple hours on this one, <laughs> but CT, I have, I listen, I just need you guys to clear out for a second. Okay. I have a take on CT after I've watched this season probably 10 times and I'm not being, I'm not exaggerating. This is the most, one of the most rewatchable seasons to me. Okay. He, in this season, to me, solidifies why he is one of the greatest challengers that's ever played the game. There is like four or five heavy hitters that could go down if they had continued to do this as some of the best male competitors to ever play the game. And he strikes fear in every one of them. You never see this again, where someone, where an alliance is combined to literally take one man out. One man. Throughout the entire challenge, throughout the theme of this, this entire thing, regardless if he's attached to their friend Adam, is to take out CT. And after watching this one, the way he dominates people, the way he is able to, despite the fact the politics is not in his favor at all, at any point in the season does he have any kind of stay in politics, he is literally perform or go in. And he not only dominates the challenges dominates the elimination he's in, but he embarrasses every challenger that's there. Truly. And I love me. Obviously, I've said this before, and I think he's one of the best overall challengers ever. Johnny Bananas is in the top. But this season, after rewatching this, CT's the best challenge competitor there's ever been in the male com- like in the male category. And this season solidifies that for me. I, I'm telling you right now, this season is one of the most dominant. He doesn't win. I understand he doesn't win. We know this. Yeah, but this season, he doesn't win. Yes, but-, but not every season. Like this season, yes, he's amazing. It's amazing what he can do, but he's not like that every single season. I don't I don't agree. What season is he not dominant in? No, 
he's dominant, but like this whole, he had his whole house against him. Like, yeah, but Johnny's also had the whole house against him and managed to pull it. Th- like he's, it's no different than what Johnny has done. But Johnny hasn't had this kind of, the, what, you missed what I said. You didn't hear what I said. Johnny has had the whole house against him. And you, you have to understand, Johnny's my favorite challenger of all time. Well, it sounds like you're hating on my man right I'm now. I'm not. I love Johnny. I love Johnny Bananas. He's my favorite challenger of all time. But he, and this, tell me I'm wrong, Gavin. In this one, he has all of the top competitors against him. Kenny, if he continued doing this, would have gone down as one of the best challengers. Evan in his heyday was one of the top challengers. Johnny, obviously, is one of the top challengers. And they're all trying to get him out because they don't want to see him in a final. I can't disagree with you because he is a monster in this um, season. And we'll get to this, what I'm about to say later, but... If Adam doesn't fumble the ball literally on the last elimination, they by no means even come close to losing this final. They run this final so easily against everybody else. Um, So I do agree with that, but um, I will make the same argument I make for arguing towards in favor of Jordan that he has just not been on as many seasons as CT and Johnny. So I that's my argument. The only the only season I find comparable to what and I understand it's hard it's hard for me to make this argument because he doesn't end up winning. But he it's not it's not because of him. That last elimination that they're in, which we'll continue to talk about, that last elimination where it's the ball pit and it's him and Adam versus Johnny and Tyler. If Adam doesn't screw up at the beginning. Or even yeah. at the end when he's fumbling, that's one of the quickest eliminations of the season. That's what. I, yeah, that's that's. I don't know if I I didn't say the part about him messing up, but yeah, that's yes, what I was. It, it's they they you're right. They run through that and seeing what seeing how West died in the final. I don't think they lose. I don't think there's any way they lose to them in the final. Yeah, there's no. I don't think shot. There's a chance they lose to them in the final. There's a reason all of them. There's a reason West wanted him out. There's a reason all these guys wanted him out. Not only is he like. They may have issues with him personally in the house, but it's competition-wise. And like I, what I was kind of alluding to before, the only season that I can find comparable to what he does in this is the way Jordan handles World of Worlds too. That's the only one that I can look at and compare. Final Reckoning, yes, but Johnny does have people in there. Johnny does have people that are supporting him. He does have kind of a, a support system. I just think this is one of the most impressive non-win seasons of any challenger. Well, Jordan has people supporting him on World of Worlds too. But what I'm saying is this is one of the most this is one of the most I ha, this has to go down as the best like challenge season for someone who didn't win. I can definitely agree on that. I may regret my statement and saying that he's the best challenger ever <laughs> down yeah, the line as we're watching this. But John, you do you notice that Johnny Bananas is different in this season? He still <laughs> hasn't hit that moment where you're like, oh, God, this is Johnny Benez that everybody knows. He's yes, not there. I yet. really think it was after this season is this and X is one is when he really hit his. No, mark. but he he has some kind of swagger and cutthroat. Like he has a little bit of the Johnny Banana swagger and cutthroat. I legitimately think CT not only carried him out of that elimination on his back, <laughs> but he carried a little bit of like of like the pride or like the oomph that he had. Going into challenges, oh, I believe and he got that. it back. He won this challenge, so he may have got it back there because you see him throughout the next few seasons, like dominating, and he's his normal self. But there's something say, different about him in this one. 
I would say he probably gets it back after he beats him in that elimination right before the final because he has that talking head where he talks about. I think he that gets was it the back most when he wins on Nexus two. That's when I think he gets it back, and then he wasn't invited to come on Challenge of Battle of the Seasons. That pissed him off, and after that, he's been on every single one until obviously he took his break. And then after that, like once he came back, he was a dominance. The whole dominance. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it, I enjoy, like, I want Johnny Bananas on a season more than I want CT on a season. But this version of CT is my favorite. I would say yeah. it's truly for me, it's probably equal. Like, if if one of them is on a season, then I'm fine. Both of them is obviously great. But both of them would be great. Yeah, I kind of. It would have been cool to see CT not leave on Total Madness and see how that would have worked out. I still think Johnny would have won. I know he would have won still. But anyways, no, what would be epic is to see them in a final together. But could you imagine Jordan, CT, and Johnny all in a final together? Oh, my God. Wow. We should have had that in Dirty 30. But yeah. That's besides the point. Getting back to the season a little bit, not of this little rant about CT, but – um. Dude, back to some funny stuff about Kenny. Kenny forever will have the best one-liners. So this <laughs> is what I'm about to say after. So Tyree and Jasmine Tyree, please, hook please up. Read this one. And he says, he says, uh, Jasmine is going to smell like bacon for the rest <laughs> of her life. <laughs> wait, wait. Say it again. Tyler's laughing. Because, because Tyree hooks up with Jasmine. He says, right. Jasmine, you're going to smell like bacon for the rest of your life. Tyree hasn't gotten laid since he was 14 years old or something like that. It's so <laughs> epic. <laughs> no, it is. It's epic. Honestly, the only person I think can be com- that's comparable to Kenny with the one-liners and the like confessionals or whatever is Zach. Zach has some ma- amazing one-liners. Oh, yeah. He's the only one Similar. close to touching the epicness yeah. of Kenny. You're right, dude. Kenny in this one. And then he has a, he has a moment where he's talking about Kara and he's pretending to be uh, Kenny Maria. Oh yeah, that's better for yeah. With the hair, with the hair. He, he's just touching the hair as he's sitting there talking. He said, "Abe and my horses, and Abe and my horses." <laughs> you hear me one Yeah, he. And I felt I did. I did at one point feel very bad for Kenny in this because he goes through what they call what did they say? He loses. His mojo. He loses his mojo. Yeah. Where like they lose. That first challenge, Kenny and West do, which are they're the like it's what's weird about this season how it started is the two top teams or two teams that are viewed as like the top teams lose their first dailies. Yeah. And Kenny and West DQ like at least four, four times. Yeah, yeah. At least four. They end up calling out like they ask for uh, Davis Tyree. and Tyree. And, uh, TJ has a moment where he's asking him about it. And Kenny goes, if we can't beat them, we don't deserve to be here. Like literally to restrain to their base. <laughs> yeah, he does. I mean, it's so true and they know it. That's that's there's another Kenny one liner that comes around around that time of the season. Uh, I think he says something like they're talking about an elimination or if I can't. Maybe it's a daily. I can't remember. But he says, uh, I want to wear a, a helmet with spikes on it and run it into each other's chests or something like that. It doesn't sound as funny the way I say it, but the way he said it, his inflictions on it is so, it's so funny. Davis has a line though after this, uh, I think after he gets chosen, where he's talking about Mike, because everyone's just like infatuated with Mike, Leroy's new partner. Where like, cause he's just such a 
he does not fit the dynamic of the house at no. all. He's just such no. an oddball like for the challenge. Those people, he's a normal like be like a suburban husband. Like that's Mike. Yeah, I yeah, that's true. <laughs> but Davis has like a this line where he's like, like everyone just thinks kind of Mike's a joke or whatever. And I was like, dude, what are you? Yeah, Davis actually he's talking like he's like some great challenger that like people respect and have this kind of reverence for. You're like you're the one chosen out of all everyone to go in because they think they can beat you. And nobody, I don't think he has like except for whenever they're being talked about to go into elimination. He doesn't have any screen time. At least Mike gets screen time, my guy. Yeah, exactly. My like guy. he has he has these like line this that line that I was like, dude, who are why? Like what position in the channel? Like if Johnny had said that, okay, that's fine. That makes sense. It's kind of a joke yeah. to everybody. But you like that? There's just kind of like a. Where where are we getting this confidence from? Is he he's a is he a rookie? We didn't mention it earlier, but I, I don't is he I don't see him in the other season. I think this is also I, I his rookie he, season. I think he makes an appearance in an earlier season. Okay. It might have been a real early one. Who? Davis? Davis. I'm pretty sure he makes an appearance in an earlier season. I could be wrong. I could be just attached to Tyree, and that might be why. <laughs> in that that elimination between Wes and C T and Tyree and Davis, the it's basically a football drill, but they're just tied together at the no, hip. Yeah, they're rookies. They're rookies because they're rivals from their same season. They're on their same real world season. Tyree's it's not, season. Yeah, it's not yeah, Tyree's rookie. Davis and yes, I know, but Davis, I'm pretty sure it's his rookie season because he's only on there because he's rivals with Tyree from their real world. That's what I thought. And they too. were on the real world with Jen. They were in like all together on the real world. The uh elimination between them two that basically a football drill where you're just driving the other person out of the circle is um tyler's fact checking me fact fact checking me right now on google he's searching if it's davis's rookie season right now this davis was on the inferno three the dual two and rivals i didn't know that so he had to be right he had to be right no because i i remember like i just felt like he'd been on other seasons i'm sorry i had to fact check i had to be i wanted us this podcast to be somewhat accurate we've missed on a few things so i wanted us to kind of clean that up true get there we're not no one's perfect so this elimination between them is kind of comical that wes and kenny lose because if tyree is like what does he say? He's like played football at Nebraska, which I don't know if that's true. I guess Kenny goes. Kenny says uh, Tyree talks about he plays football for Nebraska. I'm thinking Tyree's somewhat of a liar or something like that. <laughs> I think he says. I think he says. Yeah, he does. He does say that. Right. <laughs> Sorry. So they they win this elimination. They pretty much dominate it. There is really isn't a point where it looks like. I mean, they go. I think it's best of. Five is that right? And they win three, like they win straight, like three zero. Yeah, I think yes, I think yeah. you're correct. They win three zero, but some of the eliminations are all right. But going through the season, the you guys talked about it a little bit. They institute this D Day plan, and it's basically to send to have to make sure that CT and Adam do not win the daily challenge and one of them do, then they have Evan and Nehemiah lose because they're the best that match up to CT and Adam. Just in because what, of size. In what world do those two match up against CT and Adam? Someone tell me what world they'll match up in. The only... I would love to be in that world that where this version of Evan and Nehemiah, Nehemiah's fine. Nehemiah's 
I think he's a good competitor. I think he's good physically. In what world does in what world does Evan match up with CT in this season? I think they're thinking Evan has been a good challenger. He, I, I, they're not taking into account that he has put on some weight. Um, but they are also like size wise, they're the only. It's the only comparable matchup, is what I'm thinking. It's the only explanation. And Evan thinks he can take him. He's like very confident about it. I agree. I'm literally like, you are putting them in to do this. They knew. Yeah. They knew they wouldn't be able to send them home. Like, come I, on. Honestly, Wes and Kenny certain- are a better matchup, I think. I said that in the elimination they go into eventually, Wes and Kenny would have won that elimination. Yeah, and the first time they try to do D-Day, Wes and Kenny lose, and, they're, and then Wes is like, oh, let's call off D-Day. We're not going to yeah, do he's it. He's scared. It's what it is. He's, it scared. Is, he's scared. They should have, like, he, I think they could have taken him out. Oh. that Well, no, that one's the one they climb up the rope. That one might be a little more difficult. I think CT... Yeah. I think two in a row. I think obviously I think Adam's washed. It's literally CT versus the two of them. Yeah. I mean, if we're being honest, I like Adam, but I think this whole thing is really CT versus the two of them. And CT yeah. probably beats Kenny. And then it's CT and West mano we mano. And I don't see CT losing that. No, I don't either. But it still goes back to Wes is a bitch. <laughs> yeah. They're all though. It's not just Wes. I think Johnny's a bitch in the season. I think Kenny is the same way, and how he and how they like conduct themselves towards CT. Like I just think it's they're scared, and it's clearly they're scared. It's very clear they make. They're not hiding the fact that they don't want him in a final. There is a few times where he does say like, "Oh, you guys are just scared. You're trying to throw me in," and they say they're they're like, "We're not scared. We're just trying to get you out because you're a cancer. You're scared. You're scared, dude. You're scared." Yes. But CC does have a hu- I mean, he's a huge theme. He, just his presence in this season is a huge theme throughout. But you have him and Mandy, which she's part of the mob, right? She's part of the... They have a... I just want to bring up something real quick about that last elimination where they climb up the rope. Wes has a pretty good one-liner. He says, this is, I'm a physical specimen carved by Zeus. People ask me what I'm good at, and I just tell them shit. That's what I'm good at. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Which up to this point, Wes has one of the best elimination records ever. Yeah. Like he just he dominates. He does. And this had to be this entire season had to be such a shot to his like not a shot to his ego, but like such a booster to his ego because he carries Kenny through 90% of this challenge. Because Kenny's awful through most of this. Yes. And the challenges, because we talked about it, there's they DQ like four of them, and all four of them are Kenny's fault. Yeah. So this is definitely a because Kenny and Wes, we covered it in Fresh Meat too, have a rivalry. And Wes kind of I mean, Kenny ends up winning that one at the end between the two of them. But in this one, they're paired up together, and Wes has to love the fact that he's dominating the season. Yeah, in that's comparison uh, in comparison to Kenny, at least. Early in the season, they say or uh they're talking about how they don't like their partners, and Wes is standing right there, and Kenny goes, I would trade anybody for my partner, and then like gives him <laughs> a little side eye. You can see they're like kind of like a little buddy buddy in that yeah. sense of it. Getting back to kind of the some of the hookups this season, CT and Mandy clearly do. Yeah. And you you hear Wes or not Wes, you hear CT kind of say, I've kind of put the the hook out or I kind of put the uh the bait out for some of these girls and he said Mandy bit and she bit hard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. 
yeah remember that line (laughs) yes because she's like he's like she's relentless and then he's talking there's a point where we talked about this but he's talking about how she like hit her head right when she fell and he's like was a good thing she got that big ass forehead (laughs) she does have a big ass head she does (laughs) in the uh some of these, dude. He has some of the. There, CT does have some of these one lines too that are, and there's not a lot of them. He's not quite to Kenny's level, but he's got a couple that are pretty good. In that, uh, so after they went, like after Mandy and CT hook up, whenever, like I guess he is telling people that they hooked up, and she is trying to deny it. Um, she goes in the room with Kenny and Evan and Banana's room, and she's crying about oh my god just can you just trust me that i did not hook up with him and then bananas is standing behind her and he's like laughing and stuff it's so funny dude that room i would to what i would give to be in that room just like it had to be so annoying at sometimes but like that had to be the funniest room you have johnny bananas kenny evan i don't think nehemiah was in there i think it was leroy mike and adam like all of them, yeah. the, like they show little scenes where they're just like messing with each other. But that yeah. room was amazing. Dude, messing with Mike and Mike just gets so pissed. Finally, that night he snaps. Yeah, That's I love those little clips at the end of episodes. Like, yes, I wish the they still tags. did that. Well, yeah, I love there's those. one. There's one where Adam's out of the room and they pull part of his yes. bunk bed. It's like it's like a one wood piece in the bunk bed out. And so when he jumps on his bed, it's a top bunk. When he jumps on his bed. He, he he falls through with the mattress onto Kenny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that room was great. But yeah, you're talking you're talking about with Mandy and Wes or Wendy Mandy and CT. Yeah. And they kind of end it and then she's talking about how I don't want you to think I'm a horror. I don't want you to think I'm kind of sloozy or like we don't, we don't. And then, and then like then, what is it? An hour later they find her in Wes's bed. bed. Yes. And what's odd, Wes were, Wes and her were partners in Fresh Meat too. Yeah. So they kind of had, yeah. I guess they had a connection. And then they're partners next season too. Oh, yeah. And they hook up. And that becomes kind of, that's, I mean, they're together, I think past like, what is it? Episode four or five beyond they're together the entire time. Wes and Mandy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, if we're talking about, just talking about hookups, you also have Jen and Adam, I don't think they ever really hook up because Jen says like she wouldn't hook up with him, but they Oh, are. I think they did. You think they did? Because she says that initially, because Adam's like in love with her. And then but she then says later that she, she says, I don't know if he slipped me some love potion or something, but like okay. I, I think I think she grew with him. Like she kind of grew like he grew on her. And it I think eventually. Oh, he grew on her. That's a good one. I like Jen. I like Jen a lot. I, I I am a Jen fan, yeah. I mean, she's a little she's she's fiery. She's very fiery. And then she you has. also have um, CT and Laurel end up having. I mean, they're not like romance, romance, but they're like flirty towards the end. Yeah, which is so weird to see. Think about that as an exes couple. I love that talking right. head of Tyler, where he says um, yeah, he's talking he's about the romance. The yes. He's like CT and Mandy vomit. Jen and Adam vomit. CT and Laurel vomit. Weston no, says Mandy, double vomit. vomit. Oh yeah, double vomit. <laughs> he says the CT, CT and Laurel. He says double vomit. Yeah. 
<laughs> this is my favorite vert. This is my favorite time we see Tyler because he has like confidence. You can tell he's confident and like he's coming he's off going. of the win and cutthroat. Yeah. And he's physically, he looks good physically. Yeah. Like he looks like he's in better shape. And then you have Johnny attached to him. Dude, he's hilarious in this season. Oh, I love, yeah. I've loved I Tyler through everything, his real world, every season he's been on. Love him. He's, yeah, he's he, and he's got a great name. But <laughs> they eventually get to the point where they can do their D Day uh, plan. But up to that point, they can't partially because, because CT keeps winning. CT keeps winning. I mean, CT and him, CT and Adam are dominating. Yeah. Let me, throughout most of the season. Let me see how many dailies they win. Okay, it looks like, well, it seems like they win more. They only win two. Yeah, but it's, I mean, they're the two they win are big. Yeah. They make a big difference in what they're doing. But you see throughout, like, the alliances don't just make a difference in the voting, but you see in the order of how they do things. Because if you win a challenge, like if you're, for instance, if it's a girl's day, elimination day, and you win, you get to make the order for the guy's day. And 90% Correct. of the challenges, their alliance on the girl's side wins the challenge. And so they get to make the order. So it sets up to so that alliance. That alliance had to be one of the most dominant that I've seen this season. I mean, we've kind of touched on it, but like the mob and the way that they were able to yeah. like organize it together, they clearly had conversations before the season. Like this is one of those where I think you start to see conversations before the season happen, building the Alliance. Yeah. I this think so. one is one of the most well-oiled machines they've had. Yeah. Cause that Alliance is Johnny's team, Evelyn's team, Kenny's team, technically Cara and Laurel, Jen and Mandy, Evan and Nehemiah, Probably towards the beginning, Sarah might have been in that alliance. I mean, but uh, you don't need anybody else. That what I just named is enough votes to swing the house. Which the Sarah instance, Caitlin is. Um, how do I put this? Bad. Uh, bad. Yeah, <laughs> put it like that. Just not really not built for these. Sarah to be on the show. Feels so bad for Sarah in this season. But they have a their elimination. They lose the daily, and then. The rookies get voted in, which is something I want to talk about because there's a the episode before that is a boys elimination day, and they want Tyree and not Tyree, I'm sorry, Ty and Brandon to go in against Wes and Kenny, which is interesting because you would think they'd pick the rookies, Mike and Leroy, who haven't been in yet up to this point. They don't go into any eliminations. Leroy doesn't go into any eliminations. I think they see. Leroy's size, they're like, I don't want to go against him in elimination. That could be the case too, but he they they mentioned something about like Mike's puzzle ability, which I mean it could be, but I don't like maybe they're and just trying to gas him up. This could be the beginning of I don't I know there hasn't been a lot of this up to this point, but this might be that one where they're like, let's leave this rookie team, keep them alive so we have a layup type okay. thing. That could be the case too. Yeah. Cause they may see they definitely probably they definitely see Mike as kind of a layup option. Yeah. But they face Ty and Brandon, but in the voting, John A and Jasmine vote against the mob. They vote for, I forget who they vote for, but they don't vote for Ty and Brandon because they're friends with them. And Wes makes this huge deal about it. And he's like, dude, you just put a nail in your coffin for the next week. Yeah. But if you look at the teams left, even if they hadn't done that, they're going in. 
Yeah. So I, I mean, don't understand. There's what, nobody else they would throw in besides them. Because the rest of the teams are part of their alliance. Yeah. So why would why would they like jump? Why would they just join this mob just to make it? They're making it the same distance at the same time. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. It, yeah, I agree. But it's just like a control thing. It's the mob controlled everything. So when they kind of he makes a comment about it when they like stepped out of line, they had to like spank them and show them. Yeah. Like punish them to let them know what what needed to be done. So elimination that they send Ty and Brandon into. Talked about a little bit earlier. With the climbing the rope, Kenny, once again, is the weakest link. I think he loses to both of them. I think he loses to both Ty and Brandon. Well, Ty ends up, not Ty, it was Brandon and Wes end up, it's like a, they all four climb a rope to the top. We've done it in like gym class. I think the kind of, the part that made it more difficult was you had to like jump in like a puddle of water, like a almost like a up to your waist in water, and then climb yeah. out of that, which definitely made it more difficult. So the two teams, like if it, for instance, if one person from one team finished and the other person one the other team finished uh, first for their categories, then they end up going to the uh, kind of like a what is it? Like a final final thing, like a final challenge, whatever. I didn't like that setup, honestly. Like I didn't either. I don't I know how else they could have done it. But... Like I thought, like if Wes finished first, great. But if Kenny doesn't finish before the two of them, like whoever finishes last, that's the team that loses. Yeah, but I that think if they number. if they did it that way, they should have had. Uh, was it? It was only because there's only one rope for team. Like two people are on one rope. It's weird, mm-hmm. is it? It's four, four ropes. ropes. Oh, I'm I'm totally picturing that wrong in my head then. Okay, then yeah, I agree with what you said. So then it ends up being Wes and Brandon, and Wes just has more gas. What it comes down to. Yeah. And wins, which And Brandon even says he just he just used all his gas on the first one. Which but... doesn't help Wes's ego. <laughs> no. But the next male or the next female elimination day is they obviously throw in John A and Jasmine and we talked about uh, Sarah and Caitlin, not really. Um, I'm being handicapped by Caitlin. They lose that daily. And Sarah's talking this mad-ish. Am I right? To yeah. Jasmine and John A. Like, specifically John A. Well, because... So time she can beat them. They take one... They, TJ comes in the house and takes one player from each team away. because They don't know why. But they send... Caitlin and Johnny go in, right? Go away. Yeah. It's Caitlin and Jasmine. Is it Jasmine? Oh, yeah, yeah, it is Jasmine. Yeah, because Sarah thinks she's going to kill this because she thinks she's the smartest person in the world. Yeah, they get to the elimination, and Sarah's like, Yeah, if we win this, she's like, Hold on, when we win this. Because yeah, it's, it's a- cocky. Like, that's but like she's not. Bitch. Honestly, it's not. She's not wrong. She like she should have had that confidence because that is something they should have. She should have beat them in. Right. But this goes to show don't underestimate anybody. True. Facts. But it's like a they have to dig their partner out of a like a haystack. Right? Yeah, it's like a giant haystack. And then in the middle of the haystack, there's like a a box with a door on it or something like that. 
Yeah, and there's like dirt up to a certain part part of the door, and you yeah. have to dig the dirt out so that the door opens all the way. And they have it's like a, and then it's a puzzle. And of course, Sarah thinks she's gonna dominate, but somehow, John A and uh, Jasmine win that. I think that she just underestimated their brains. Like, like she probably thought, oh, Jasmine is crazy when she gets drunk she's a loud mouth she's not gonna be that smart but john a is obviously smart enough to beat you sarah so sit down (laughs) exactly then the next mail day they try to institute probably their last attempt at d-day as they call it and this one actually works kenny and west perform and evan and nehemiah lose the daily they should have told Nehemiah that they were going to do it. I, I think, think it would have. I know they told him the first time, but I don't think on that day that they actually did it. I don't think he knew they were throwing that because he's so he's upset. Pissed. Yeah, he's I mean, he's pissed pissed like he throws his jacket at Evan. I thought like they might get in a fight because you see he's like, dude, I Evan says I would wish nothing more to put my hands on you, dude, but I can't. Yeah. But the when he's losing, like when they go to do this challenge, which these heights over water challenges were actually pretty awesome. Yeah, they have oh. a lot of them in this. Yeah, mm-hmm. this one was pretty awesome. But Kenny, or not Kenny, I keep getting that mixed up. Evan is in the water and he looks back at like the rest of the which group and he says, "Which way is it to the jungle?" Yeah, that's that's so good. That's a that great good. line. Yeah. So they they ask for a CT. They ask for Adam. And they get to the deliberation and they end up obviously going in Adam and CT versus Evan and Nehemiah. And even CT is like, I don't know why they think sending Evan in to eliminate me is going to do it. You could see a little bit of fear on Evan's face because they're going around like a CT gets up. Like, does he actually physically get up? And he's like, do we need to vote? And then they end up voting. And when it gets to Evan and Nehemiah, Evan's like, we want to dance or something like that. And you yeah, see a little bit that. of fear yes, on right. his face. <laughs> but then he's like, they're just scared. He's like, they're just scared, uh, scared of me in the house. And he's like, no one's that. That's the line when they say, no one's scared of you, man. You're just a cancer. We got to get you out of here. No, bro. Yeah. You're scared. You're all scared. Yeah. That's fine. You're all scared. And the one person who during this D day, the whole thing is telling him it's a terrible idea is Evelyn. Yeah. She's, she's right. Saying, she's literally directly in her talking head. I'm not. I'm not saying this from my perspective. She says in her talking head. She says, "I don't think. I don't think Evan can beat him because he's fat and out of shape." Yeah, and she tells them the first time they try to institute this because they won the challenge before. They had they the opportunity the to make the order, and Paula is trying to get them to do this, but Evelyn doesn't want to. But then she's like, "Well, we already gave our word, so we have to." And so Evelyn was totally, even though she was in the alliance, she was not agreeing with them. Which I don't blame her. It was a terrible idea. For as smart as these guys are, awful idea. Well, I think I think in the back of definitely Wes had this in the back of his head and probably even Johnny a little bit. They were like, we don't really think he can win, but we'd rather him have a chance at beating him than us go in and losing go home. That was part of it too, I think. Like this is this now the second time kind of when Wes makes evan think something is right to do this is going back to duel one back as i remember he gets evan to do something that didn't end up working for out for evan same same scenario here but it seemed like evan was all about it 
for most of I think I think Wes and Johnny's words had a way to make him think that he could. They probably gassed him up a little bit. Uh, it was just not like if I'm sending in if of those three teams of the three teams that are in the main alliance, Johnny and Tyler, Kenny and Wes, Evan and Nehemiah. If you're sending in someone to beat, beat the best challenger there at that point, who are you sending in? If Kenny you really want a chance. Yes. Kenny and Wes. And we, oh. the elimination, Gavin, that elimination is like literally just control of your body weight. That's what it was. Cause you're like lifting this bar over like, it's like on this contraption, you're lifting your body weight as a team over this bar with the bar in your hands, trying to get to a certain point over like a level. So you're moving it. Kenny and Wes dominate that. Dominate that. Actually, I don't know if they like a hundred percent win that, but they better percentage com- than Evan they and compete Nehemiah. better. Yes, for sure. They actually have the upper body strength for it. You could yes. see they were dying. Evan and Nehemiah were dying. It was no, Evan. Evan was dying. Evan Nehemiah, Nehemiah was Evan from the jump didn't have a shot at that. Yeah. Didn't have a shot at that. And I did like, I do like the Evan and Penny dynamic. Cause then at that, he's like, it was weird. He said for a second, like something flew into my eye and there was little water came out. I think he really, like, I, he truly cried. Like, no, cause Kenny and Evan are like actually yeah, super tight. And so that was, that probably was a shot at them. That also starts the, actually, I don't know. Evan might've done it before Kenny. But where they're wearing each other's jerseys no, to Evan the did elimination. It. Evan did it because Kenny yeah. was in two eliminations before that. And he'd yeah. wear his jersey. Yeah. But then what's so dumb, speaking of the jerseys, is at one point Laurel wears CTs. Yeah, and everybody and Kenny gives makes her a shit comment. For it. Kenny makes a comment where it's like, it's so high school. Bro, you're wearing your boy's jersey like two days ago. What are we talking about here? Well, actually, I Kenny Kenny defends or he kind of backs Laurel and Carr up in that one elimination where it's the, oh, it's the next one after No, he that. does that. But yeah. I'm talking about, I'm talking about like eventually Laurel. It has no, it's not an elimination that has anything to do with Kenny. Yeah. But she wears CT's jersey and he makes some comment about how it's so high school. You did the same thing. Yeah. No, yeah. About back to that when Kenny does that, it's actually so funny because everyone's wearing the opposite color and he walks out in that color and she looks at him and she's like really and he said looks at the shirt and he's like oh I, do you want me to change <laughs> he was like, I he's didn't. like oh everybody's wearing blue because of them all right i'll change i don't care i actually <laughs> love that for him. like that was i i like that was like a cool moment when he was like all right i don't give a shit i'll change i do like uh laurel and kenny's relationship yeah but, cool. yeah i wish you could have seen that more like throughout the years i wish he would have been on They have that. Um, I don't know when it happens. At least that, but it. Uh, this is kind of off what we were just talking about. It's a little bit of a detour. Unless you want to talk about anything from that elimination more. No, I mean it's CT and Adam pretty much run through that. They talk about um, CT's two different outfits. Yeah, <laughs> he's wearing his Under Armour shirt and his Under Armour hat, and he's like pissed off at the world and then he combs his hair and puts on a button up and he's like the nicest guy ever (laughs) his glasses and he's like and he's and he's like smoozing with the girls khaki shorts with his button up like buttoned like five buttons down (laughs) yeah speaking of his different personalities there's a point where i'm not it may be the way they edited it i don't know what 
for some reason, Wes decides to poke the bear. Yeah, it's around the same time as the outfit thing. Wes decides to point to poke the bear that is CT, and then CT just goes off on him, just completely. And just there's a Gavin, you got to watch. I got to send it to you for anybody also who's listening who hasn't seen this scene that we're talking about in Rivals, where it's a Wes and Kenny fight. You not Wes and Kenny, it's a Wes and CT fight. There's an unedited version where they don't bleep out any cuss words. <laughs> and it's so much better because the the edited version, it's just straight bleeping. It's just straight bleeps because what CT is just cussing every word you can think of indirectly into Wes's ear. And there's a, I, I don't know, I think you've told me this, but Wes has said before that like unedited, that like, I mean, cut up like ct was in wes's ear for hours that night like yeah. not just as much as they show he was going at him for like the whole night and then even you see a little bit of it the next morning he's still going at him yeah the thing is about that and it's it, ct may have gone over that's fine wes poked the bear yeah whatever way you slice it wes in that conversation you have to think that CT had had some built up aggression towards them because he's been freaking destroyed by them this whole season. Yeah, he's completely targeted. Like it's it's everyone versus CT. So yeah, you feel that pressure. I mean, I think CT handled it well, but that moment, like you want to poke at me and it's one on one. It's not your entire alliance. Hell yeah, like come yeah. at me. That's a great, I, like, the one line that stands out in that is when he says, who's scared now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Wes does the stupid move of throwing his mattress oh my God. into the pool. I really, and I know it wouldn't have made the season nearly as good. I would have loved to just, like, see CT, like, try to, like, even if it's just, like, a fake him out to try to fight him. Because Wes doesn't want those problems. He does not. Wes does not want that pro- those problems. I think though, at this point, this is the this is a m- sort of a turning point in CT's challenge career where he's not that guy anymore. He's gonna beat the shit out of somebody. But if he if so, let's take this. You take the CT from Duel Two, put it in this season. He beats the shit out of Wes in this moment. Oh, for sure. The second the mattress was thrown off the balcony, he was beating the shit out of us. Yeah. And it's it, his his presence in the house is like it's it's really unlike anything I've seen in a challenge. To where like he walks in a room, it seems like, and it's just like it changes the environment, good or bad. Like the way CT is in the house, like the way people view him, it's crazy. Yeah, because you even see whenever Laurel starts to, I don't even know if she's really, I mean, a little bit she's flirting with him, but she's really trying to just be friends with him at least. And the whole mob is like, no, you can't talk to him. Like, yeah, it's every time he talks to a girl, because when he was talking to Mandy, they were like pulling her aside, talking to her. Yeah. Freaking out. But the, after that last, after that D Day elimination, you have the female elimination, the last female elimination. Where Laurel and Kara are going in and they try to put together a plan to throw in Mandy and Jen, which backfires because they're in an alliance together. And they're putting this plan together on the bus and everybody can hear them. Why do people do that? I don't know. Same thing as back from in Fresh Meat when Luke or not 
Luke. Somebody else in that same scenario is talking about. It's Luke. You're right. Is it's it Luke? Luke? He's complaining Luke? about how like he doesn't do all the cardio or whatever. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same thing. Like, why are you talking about stuff that you should like? Wait till you get back to the house. Have this conversation with your partner in private, not when everybody can hear you on a silent bus. He's the entire, I just don't understand some of that bus talk. Like you, you can clearly hide the conversation. You can have the conversation for TV. So it's like still shown. That's fine. Yeah, if exactly. You're trying to make TV out of it, but have it where you're not doing it in front of everyone. Cause it starts an argument with Jen and Mandy and Kara. And then eventually Kara gives in and they vote in Jasmine and, John A and Jasmine John A get completely ran through. In oh, that challenge. It's, it's the football challenge again. Yeah, yeah, the elimination. But that night at the bar, Kara is like sulking in a corner <laughs> and she's like complaining to Johnny about how it's okay for Jen to sleep with the enemy, which she's talking about Adam, but like Laurel fraternizing with the enemy, CT is not okay. It's different. And then Jen goes ballistic. Like, yeah. Postal on her. I think we talked about this a little bit in uh, Fresh Meat. I know Sydney was uh, Sydney was defending Jen in some way that we kind of didn't like when she was like, "No, Jen is feisty," and I saw it in this episode or in this season a lot. Exactly, I told you. Yeah, she goes off. She does not hold back on that. And I think I think part of it is in this this is at this point in the season that we're talking about. They've been there for such a long time. Stuff had to have built. I just, in, in this stage in Kara's career, it doesn't seem like a lot of people respect her or like her. In yeah, general. true. No one I don't, likes her for a long I think time. even nobody likes her for a good minute. Yeah, even that's what I was going to say. Throughout her career, people still don't yeah, like her. Yeah, like her first, what, five seasons, no one likes her. No one really likes her until I want to honestly say, like, maybe Bloodlines is where she starts being liked. Free no, agents. I would say a little bit. I'd free say free agent, yeah, free agents and then bloodlines and so on. Because what was she? Yeah, she wasn't on Nexus too. So then the next one was bloodlines, yeah. And then when her and Camilla have their friendship, she's liked like Dirty Thirty Vendetta. She's really liked, and it's like she had a few seasons to be liked, and then she goes back to being awful, Kara, once she was with Polly. Yeah, between bloodlines and when she got with Polly, that's yeah. peak Kara. Because I actually do like her in those seasons. Bloodlines but. to Final Reckoning, she's cool. And then World of Worlds 1 hits downhill. Yes. But that elimination, you were talking about the shirts. Literally everyone in the house is wearing John A. and Jasmine's shirt color, including CT. First of all, their jerseys are like purple navy-ish, and everybody wears blue. And I think somebody <laughs> points, somebody mentions that it. it's like it's blue. It's not or it's purple. It's not even blue. So you guys aren't even right. Yeah. And Kenny's the only one wearing black to support uh Laurel and Kara. Yeah. And I like that. That shows that shows what kind of guy Kenny is. Oh, Kenny, yeah. In this season, it, especially like I, I know he's probably isn't the biggest fan of Kara, but he has such a connection with um, Laurel that it's like their friendship or whatever they have from Fresh Meat 2. It's like you can you can definitely tell through this season like how that connection has grown and how like it helps both of them. Like he he is the sole reason she's a part of this like juggernaut alliance. 
True. Because other than that, they're going to be a middle team and get picked off at right. some point. Which, I mean, they kind of, the mob tried to pick them off even though they were part of their alliance, but still. Then after this elimination, they, the final three girls teams in the final are set. Jenna, Mandy, Evelyn and Paula, and Kara and Laurel. Then they get a message from TJ that sends them to what is where do they go? Because I they have like um, these chants that they're is it it's not Spain. it's Argentina it's Argentina, but I is don't remember it? what what part of Argentina it is because they end up going to Patagonia. The second location change. So they have a location change, and this is the boys' elimination. The last boys elimination. And Mike and Leroy win. I was going to get to that. The, oh, <laughs> Mike and Leroy win the last boys challenge, which messes up their entire plan. Well, they, it's like, it's probably, it's got to be a, one of the top dailies I've seen, at least to watch, because that would have been so fun. You're climbing up a rope where your partner is dangling and you're supposed to pull like a harness to release them. And it's a timed event, and CT straight up just doesn't make it up the, the ladder or like the rope. Loses, so he's going straight into elimination. And like Sydney said, Leroy, to say that he beasts this is such an understatement. Leroy, like it's, I don't even understand how he's doing it. He just climbs up the ladder faster, and Kenny even says it faster than I've ever seen a human climb up a ladder or like a rope before in my life. It's crazy. It releases Mike. So now, this mob, this teams that have worked together, have to pick between each other of who's going to go in versus CT and Adam. And they are scared to death. All of them. And it makes it even better because they don't get to deliberate about it. Like the girls don't know yes. what the guys want. So, first of all, I think you see that conversation between Johnny and Wes, where Johnny's like, We've won, we've performed better over the season. You guys should go in. But then Wes is like, well, we've been in twice. You should go in. Whose side do you take in that argument? Do you think Johnny should have went in? Johnny's. Yeah. Okay, take take your bias out of it. Whose side do you take? Uh, Wes, Wes okay, I get, should not have gone in. But Johnny should have gone in. I get yeah, the I agree with of, that. Yes, they hadn't been in yet. Wes and Kenny had. But I, so I get it. I agree. Yes, they should have gone in. But I still agree with Johnny's point, which was he so had me... them the whole season. He should be able to just go to the final. He did, he made his way there. Here, we can argue for a minute. I'm going to pull up the how the season went, see truly how much, quote-unquote, better they performed. Let's see. Oh, All right, Johnny, Johnny and Tyler win one, two, three dailies. Two of them are on girls' days. So only one of them where they actually won a boys' day. Wes and Kenny win one boys' day, and they also win two eliminations. So I would say it's pretty close. And then Johnny and Tyler, this is after the fact of this argument, but they win that last elimination. So who would you say has a better has played better that season? Johnny. It's pretty close, honestly. I can't even lie. I think Johnny, because yes, elimination elimination wins are impressive, and they're it's good, but it's like. Johnny and Tyler never even had to go to elimination because they were so good. So True, good. That's that's a factor. Also, are the we talking? Are we talking like teams or like because individually, West played better than all four of them. 
Like yeah. the, the four of them, West played the best season of all of anyone. Johnny, Tyler, Kenny. Yeah, West agreed. Outperformed all of them. Yeah, if you put Johnny, say just just for for a hypothetical, put Johnny on West's team instead of Kenny. I don't think they ever lose well, a daily. I would live <laughs> for that. Johnny and West partnered on a season. I think. I think. Obviously, we can talk. We'll go back and forth about who deserved it. Which is, I mean, I think both have good arguments. I just think Johnny needed this for his legacy. Like this oh, elimination. What ended yeah, up happening, Johnny, Johnny is not looked at the same if he doesn't win this elimination. True. I really don't think like, I mean, obviously he goes home. He has, he has one less win, but also dude, that people still talk about that bananas backpack thing. Like it's still discussed today and challenge like challenge communities. Like that is such a demoralizing loss. It is that there's challenge communities. It's just by the way, wild to me. The location change was to Buenos Aires. Okay. And then they go to Argentina the second time. That sounds right. It is. But I they, looked it up. <laughs> the, what's funny is, I'm glad we need fact checkers. Sydney's not one of those. We need fact checkers. Because I am a fact checker. Ben. No, you've been wrong about four things so far. Are we keeping tally? Like I am. They... This this right here this this is one of those instances where Wes's dominance as a political player is clearly shown because he looks at Kenny, he says, "As your partner, I'm telling you to shut up for the rest of the day." Because I think Kenny would talk himself in, or Johnny yes. could could talk oh, Kenny. Kenny into yes. being like, "Okay, let's just go in." You're 100 percent right about that. Because you, as much as you love Kenny, he's a little dumb. Okay, <laughs> you can yeah. admit that. As funny as he is, as good as he is competitive-wise, he's a, he's a little dumb. Yes, he is. And they have they clearly have more pull with the oh, girl teams. Absolutely with the girls because Evelyn I, Evelyn's going to back West before Johnny. No matter what. And she's 10 times out of 10. Right. And then Laurel's going to back Kenny before, you know. So it's yeah. like the the swing vote there was Leroy and Mike. And I think it was just a panic. I think it was just a on the spot vote for somebody. I think at this point in the challenge history, Wes is a little more scary than bananas at this point, just because if, if he votes against Wes, Wes is might hold resentment towards that is what well, Leroy and, thinks. And obviously Wes and are not Wes Leroy and bananas are not as close as they end up being like exactly. they're not the, what we know today. Right, this is the first time they even meet, like this is their first season together. So it's it's kind of their grudge match. It's Tyler and Johnny's grudge match versus CT. People just forget about Adam in this one because it's just at CT. People so forget they, about Adam in this whole season, honestly. Yeah. I mean And he on he really wasn't that bad. Like he was a good partner for CT for the most yeah, the part. only except for this elimination. That's the only yes. time he really effed but up. Before this elimination, again, this episode. Just top to bottom, I think you see a lot. Like you can reference this episode specifically of Wes's. Just the way he plays the game is different. The way he conducts himself, because you see the political side, how he is able to like kind of sway that vote as it's happening on the spot. Like they don't get to deliberate. Then they go back to the house and they're about to go out to drink, and Wes makes the comment. He says, "Adam feels comfortable right now. We cannot let him feel comfortable." 
He said, Kenny, you're part of this. He says he thinks he has like this girl. He's got a good team. He's got his friends. Make him feel uncomfortable so that he performs differently. And I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but they're talking to him at the bar and like getting in his head, kind of trying to make him feel one way or the other. Like even Kenny makes a point where it's like, yeah, people are talking about how you're not trustworthy. And I was like, what? Who's saying? Like, he's like, he's like in his head and it's so smart. They're just saying random things that will get in his head. Like none of it even means anything. No, none of it means anything. It's, it's psycho. It's like psychological warfare. It's what they're doing. They're trying to get him out of like his mind, which I don't know. It's hard to tell if that had any, any difference. I feel like it definitely could have because they're not going to get in CT's head. Like, obviously he's just going to yell at them. I thought (laughs) CT was going to punch one of them. CT's literally like, stop talking to my partner like stop talking. the first time i watched that season i did i was like because i had already seen where he beat the shit out of adam i was like oh my god he's he's gonna they're gonna get kicked out and johnny's gonna win this elimination by default the first time i watched the season that is exactly what i thought well he comes in to kind of defend adam because he sees what they're doing yeah and it's ct in the middle of this group of kenny i didn't see wes it was kenny tyler and johnny mm-hmm. and he's like get off of me all of you and i thought right there he was going to punch someone. Yeah. He says, uh, Kenny, or not Kenny. CT says, you guys are just trying to pick on the little yeah. guy. That's all you're just picking on this. And Johnny's like, no, that's what you do. He's that's like, what you, you do. You beat up a gay kid and you beat up Adam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's what he said. I can't, which, who did he beat up? Was that his real world season? I don't know who that person he's talking about. He beat up other than Adam. He got kicked off of two shows for fighting. Two seasons, so it was on a real world season. I'm pretty sure. And he 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 had multiple like just the one thing with Adam where he beats him up was not the only instance with them. He pours a beer on his head, and I think that's his real world season is where he pours that beer on his head. He has those run ins with them. Yeah, and it's throughout the season you can see CT CT. I think genuinely feels bad for what he did in that season, like, and he has remorse for it. Yeah, and we didn't even talk about the fact that, I guess because we didn't really cover that season, but the fight between CT and Adam kind of brewed from Damn. CT not be, shouldn't have been on that season because his brother just got murdered like right before he came on that season. He talks about that a little bit with Laurel, I think, a couple of times. Yeah, he does. D- but it, didn't it have something to do with DM on that season too? I think... Because uh, he hooks up that, with Siobhan. That's the season he hooks up with Siobhan and then DM had a problem with that. I don't know how it ends up stemming to Adam, but yes, a little bit toward like DM. I think CT was already pissed off because DM was upset because he hooked up with Siobhan and then he was already pissed off. And I don't know for sure or how it happened. You got kicked off of the Inferno. He got kicked off of the Inferno and the duel because the duel too is when he beat up Adam, right? Yes. Yeah, and then he got kicked off of the Inferno, but I'm trying to figure out which one it was. So sit tight. I'm trying to find out who it was he beat up. Well, anyways, they go into the that night, and Tyler's like going on this rampage against people because he's angry that Paula voted in, voted him in. He's angry about all these different teams voting him in. He starts calling out Leroy and Mike, and <laughs> Leroy goes, "Dude," he said. You're you act like you act like CT is a superman superhuman. He said, I hope CT comes down here and flies in it that flies down <laughs> with his cape or something like that. He said some line like that. That's like the first time you hear Leroy like exclaim his voice at yeah. all. He's like, you guys act like he's a god. Oh, it's because Leroy's sitting chilling. 
It's Davis. He punches Davis on the Inferno 3. More proof that Davis is on more seasons. And that's the gay guy he punched. Yeah. So Johnny was right. Johnny was referencing facts. Then the elimination after this huge blow up, because clearly Tyler and Johnny are frazzled, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, we got to talk about this kind of run-in they have. So we talked about this, I think, in a – Gavin, I don't know if we discussed it on like some, I don't know, like a recording, but we discussed it off air. This is when, once they get to the, the location move, Wes pours an entire liter of soda on Kara, which regardless of how annoying Kara is, too far, dude. Way too far. Way too far. And then he starts like, like she's like crying. And then for some reason, Paula jumps in and is like defending Wes for no reason at all. Just like trying to make Kara feel bad. I'm not entirely sure how that started with. Well, they all had already had a little bit of like annoyance towards Kara because they thought she was immature. She's annoying. She also talks about as her horse. Like they already didn't like her before this incident. So I think Paula's just like, oh, we're picking on Kara. Let's go. I'll pick on her too. I think that's kind of where that stemmed from. So then she goes to her room and Laurel's there kind of consoling her. And Wes just continues and jumps in into the room and just goes, looks at her and goes, no one likes you. You're annoying. All this stuff. Just I, such a bully. Like I, when I was watching, I'm like, what man talks to a girl like this? Like I yeah. hated Wes back in then when he was like this. I'm like, you're gross. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so then Laurel kicks him out. Has a nice little fire crotch line <laughs> thrown in there. Did you catch that one? Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and so then she goes out and she's trying to pour a soda on Wes and <laughs> Paula jumps in and is yelling at Laurel. And then Laurel takes it to the next level. She does. She literally calls her an anorexic bitch. And Paula was actually anorexic. What does she say? She says, crazy. she says, you're 40 years old. You've been on this show for eight years. You've never won. You have fake boobs. You're, so- <laughs> you're anorexic. <laughs> yeah, and then she, she takes- starts crying and she says, yeah. Yeah, cry your heart out, you anorexic bitch. <laughs> it's like totally like crazy level. Laurel takes it too. It's just, unne- just unnecessary. Evelyn is like, like trying to like comfort her and she's like rubbing her leg like so awkwardly. It's like yeah. petting her leg. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, during this, during this, she's trying to pour a liter, like going back to the Laurel pouring a liter of soda on. Wes and then and Tyler's like freaking out. He's like, not around the piano, not around the piano. <laughs> and you see Johnny in the background, he has a water bottle and he tosses it at Laurel and it hits her. And then he like looks like he's not doing anything. And Laurel says, Who did that? Who yeah. she like gets pissed <laughs> and at? Johnny's it. just and... sitting there. Johnny's just in the middle of it, just not yeah. like so. What I'm talking about, he throws Camilla. a bomb and then he just walks away. That's the same the same thing he did with Camilla on Dirty 30. She's walking out of the room and he chucks yeah. the pillow at her and she's like, who threw me? What, who threw that pillow at me? And he's just sitting there, like so confused. And then it's it pans over to when he's holding the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Laurel goes way overboard. Completely unnecessary. Emotion takes over. Says some stuff she probably regrets. Shouldn't say. Then, it, kind of the next big thing we get is that last male elimination. In the, but well the last thing i wanted to say about that whole big fight that happens you see another like kind of um the kenny's corner i don't want to say soft side i mean a little bit of soft side he walks into the room when Carl's crying and laurel's talking to him and laurel is like 
get out of here. You're you're like, get out. Because Wes, obviously, she's mad at Wes and Wes and Kenny are partners. But Kenny's like, what? Me? He doesn't even know what's going on. He's like, get out of my way. He's actually trying to like comfort Kara. That's where you see another moment of Kenny's a good guy. Yeah. And even at the end of the episode, kind of those scenes we're talking about during the middle of that fight, you see Kenny walk out. He's got underwear on, but he's got it like tied up to where it's just his ass cheek showing. And he's like walking around. He's like, I will not take any fighting anymore. And he's walking in the middle of this heated fight and he's got just his butt cheeks out <laughs> trying to like, but we missed this part. Like before, before this huge thing happens, you see, they're all like going insane. They're all just like, Yes. goofing off crazy and johnny has a talking head where he says people or is it, is it johnny or is it kenny i think it is johnny and he says we're all kind of stir crazy in the house and then we things go from crazy to absolutely i don't remember exactly what he says but he says like absolutely it's maniac I'm like absolutely tyler maniac. Ends up naked yeah tyler's on the ground naked everybody else is like half dressed mm-hmm so that's how the whole fight even starts trying to climb some random pole in the apartment yeah yeah, it's just craziness starting. That's how the yeah, they're right. That's how that night starts. Also, then, this is talking about Tyler being naked. This happened way earlier in the season, but like they all at one point in the season, they're all skinny dipping in CT strips and Tyler strips and half of the girl strip. That's just another. This is this uh, episode, season has a lot of nudity in it. <laughs> it does. You're right. It does. <laughs> but this last elimination, it's like there's two pathways dug into the ground and it's like they're i don't know it's like a it's a cross kind of there's each each person is on the opposite end it's like two half pipes yeah two half pipes into the ground and they have is it four balls or six balls it's at least five maybe six okay somewhere between there they have a certain designated color they have to take their ball over to their teammate's side put the ball there and it's like transferring back and forth but you're transferring only your color. And then obviously when you're running across, since it's a kind of like a T and a half pipe, you're going, there's a chance you run into your own team or you run into the other team. So they have the football pads. They have all this on and they started out and they start out fast, but like going into this, you, I mean, you think CT is going to win this because CT and Adam are faster than the other two. Like regardless of size, they're faster. Yes, and this is sure. they, it's they talk about it for it is a game of speed. This one is the game of speed. It's not a game. I mean, it can be physical, but it ultimately to win. If you're going to win, you need to be fast. So this elimination, they start out and Adam is running his ball, his color ball back across to where he's supposed to put it. And then he picks up. It's very clear in the rules, but he picks up CTs and runs it back. But Tyler does the same thing with Johnny's balls too. And you can, I can understand like that could get yeah, not, not that it, it's intense. Not, I mean, a little confusing, but also the fact that it's like your adrenaline's running. You're just like, oh, oh grab yeah, a ball, yeah. run, grab I a mean, ball, I run. I was confused watching it. I was like, wait, how would you even keep this up? But anyways. So finally, Adam kind of comes to and figures out what he's doing. And they, it's, it's as close. This has got to be. I mean, we'll obviously do our GOAT and elimination rankings, but this has got to be one of the best eliminations, our closest eliminations ever. Yeah, and once the the, the best part of the whole elimination oh is once CT realizes, he's like, all right, this We're is Adam, Adam messed up a little bit. I need to bring this closer. He 
what he says. Saddles up. Choo-choo. Lock, lock load, explode. Choo-choo. The train's coming through. And he absolutely lays them both. He hits both, both. of Tyler and Both Tyler. of them at the same yeah. time. And he doesn't absolutely even move. trucks them. I mean, They're he the ones blows who, through them. They both go flying to the ground, and he just keeps going. Yeah, it, it is. It's got to be... Def, I think might be the hardest hit in the challenge ever. I mean, it is a huge hit. Yes. And after you can see how hard it is. Tyler's bleeding out of his mouth. Yeah. Like he's like he's bleeding. There's blood coming out of his mouth and they have mouth guards on too. And so Tyler has Tyler has that talking head where he says, I've never been hit that hard in my entire life. He, I mean, I'm sure you haven't that dude. I mean, he freaking smoked him. If it's one on two, CT wins that elimination. Well, I mean, we're clear on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. But he, it's like last minute and it's Tyler has his last ball and Adam has his last ball. And at CT is like dragging Adam up this hill. Like, dude, just stand up. We like you put the ball there. You're, you're 10 seconds away from winning this elimination. Like that's how close they were. And even, I think somebody else that wasn't in the elimination, somebody watching said, it's like it happened in slow motion. These guys yeah. are like crawling up this hill and the bike, both of them are so close to winning. And uh, Tyler and Johnny win, ultimately. But this one belonged to the CT. Yeah, they should have won. That's why it's a team. That's why it's a team game. Yeah, you're right. It's a team game. And they played it, and they played as a team. I think overall they were the better team in that instance. But CT was like, if Adam doesn't mess up those balls there, I mean, we're right. We we talked about it a little bit earlier. I think they win that easily the final no they win that elimination oh, easily. if he yeah. doesn't mess that up i like it's if it's that close without them messing up but you can say the same thing about tyler if tyler doesn't mess up maybe they win it easier too true so they have their location which i just, I just can't get over that like i ct played such that's got to be one of the top seasons played that like of a competitor that didn't win or even make it to a final. Like, that's crazy. That's one of those seasons I still, like, if if I'm counting wins of a season, I give a little asterisk to that season for CT. That's got to suck. I I mean, I like it for the show and um, location changes, but when you haven't actually made it to the final, you have to Flying change locations and then lose the elimination and fly home that sucks yeah you're 100 right that would be awful because bananas has to do it in x's too same scenario they have a location change and then an elimination afterwards that that's i would that'd be so horrible that'd be such a letdown the flight home bro that's terrible so yeah you're right they have the second location change and when they get there they're trying to divvy up rooms and Kara finally sticks up to herself against Wes. Yes. And I thought she handled herself really well. I thought she kind of put Wes in his place. Really, she did because she says, what do you have against me? And he's like, first of all, he says, do you want to have a constructive conversation or do you want me to make you cry? And she's like, try to make me cry. <laughs> I like that from her. And then she's basically, I mean, she, I, I, I'm on her side in this argument because he says, you're immature and all you do is talk about your horse and you're like she's like so all you're like 
an asshole to me because I'm immature. Okay, that's all I needed. Thanks. Bye. And he said, perfect she's like, mic drop. She said, You think I'm childish, right? And he said, Yeah. He's like, And you poured the liter of soda on me? Yeah. And he's, <laughs> he said, Yes. And then she walks away. She's like, oh, Perfect. That's all I needed. Yeah. It was, it was well a great played. mic drop. She's well just like, All record. right. You're obviously like in this in this moment, Wes is the more immature one. Like, you're mad at me because I'm immature. All right, get the fuck out of here. Well, Wes <laughs> is in the living room among the all the challengers except for Kara, just talking crap about her for yeah, no reason. Just like it seemed shitting like. on her. Yes, like no reason. Just, just to be a bully, like yeah. for no nothing, no reason, just to be cool, which isn't cool when it, you really think about it. Possibly the worst version of Wes currently yeah, in this no, instance. For sure. I think you see like the most dominant version of Wes in this, and then the worst version of him like as a person in this. I think you get a, a good mix of that in this this season yeah but then the final it starts off am i okay before we start the final am i maybe i'm in the minority in this but i don't actually enjoy watching finals for the most part some of them i do some of them i do enjoy i will be honest i do not as well i think i i I like watching the finals maybe it's because some of them i haven't like the ones i haven't seen before it's different but like when I'm rewatching seasons, I have no problem watching the seasons up to the final. Some are good. Some are fun to watch. Like for example, War of the Worlds too. Amazing to watch. It's amazing to watch. I think that's the- specifically because you like watching Polly lose. Yeah, I, <laughs> I I love watching the the letdown of the season. I why I love it is because the whole time Zach is literally roasting the hell out of them. Like this is why we wanted good players. He was like, you ruined our team. He well, literally keeps telling them like, you did we'll get this. To that. We'll get to that. Yeah. But and was, this, yeah. but but you have that. that though. But this is not a final you can, I mean, not that you're skipping finals, like just not watching them, but this final has some good stuff in it. You have. No, no, no. no. I'm, I, maybe I, I'm excluding this final. Like, I enjoy watching this final. Oh, but okay. as a majority of finals, like, it's it's my least favorite part of the seasons. And maybe it's just the rewatch, like, because watching them initially, it's different. Like, you're like actually wanting to know who wins and you're wanting to, but like, once you've watched all of it, like, I can watch through an entire season. That I've seen ten times and be as be entertained on each episode, even though I've already seen it ten times. But when it gets to the final, that's the one where I'm like, okay. I mean, I know it's it's just different. I don't know why. But this one, yeah. you're right. It has great moments. Like it starts out with Tyler and Jen sick, and Tyler has a boss moment where the doctor tells him. First of all, I want to go on record and saying I disagree with what you said. I do like the finals. I'm okay. just putting okay. that out there. That's fair. That's fair. But Tyler has a boss moment where the doctor says, because he's been, he's had diarrhea and puking all night. That doctor says, I suggest you do not run this final. And he says, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Boss. What, a ball, what a baller. Baller. First of all, Johnny would have killed him if he didn't. Yeah. Johnny, but you could see Johnny's face. Johnny's like, Dude, you, he looks at him and then he's <laughs> like, I'm going to, I got to do it. I'm going to do it for you. And Johnny's like, all right, my man. <laughs> yeah. They started the final though, and what I it's super cool way. Like they're underwater holding on to it. It's like a it's like a ski rope, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like a bar you'd hold on to to be on top of like a ski thing. Like yeah, they just have the ropes put lower or something like that. Yeah. yeah, and you have to glide to go uh through the water as far as you can. And as long as you hold on, uh, the boat's taking you is less swimming you have to do. And it starts out with a kayak. But this the entire thing, I mean, this is while well, we're going through the final, we don't have to go through every phase of it, but this has got to be, I think it's top, I mean, it's top three, like, it's a pretty grueling, grueling final. finals that I've watched. Yeah. Just watched. I haven't, obviously, we haven't experienced any of them, so it's hard to say, but top three grueling finals you've watched? 
even it's Johnny hard to says say that even Johnny says that though when you watch him like he's talked about the finals that are hardest he will even say the hardest were rivals one and I think he says total madness free agents he says. free agents free agents and rivals one he says are the hardest finals he's ran yeah um he so another just a funny thing that happens in it is right at the beginning when they get on the kayaks uh you see Wes and Kenny first of all they can't at first they can't do it right and then you the the show points out that he was they were in it backwards basically yes, they, were, they, they, they couldn't were the go forward backwards. yep <laughs> that was that was hilarious but they get and it's like these different checkpoints like one of them's memory where you have to memorize this once they get on land they're running you have to memorize this tent site which honestly might be one of the harder ones because i wouldn't have remembered that detail like they had to a funny part like everybody i think i'm pretty sure everybody has to go back and recheck it except for mike and leroy the only ones who get it the first time um but the funny part is the first time when jen and mandy get there they're like it's like clearly not correct. So much things are wrong with it. And they're like, all right, can we just check it? And they're like, no, it's not right. And they have to go back. <laughs> their tent's not even up, first of yeah. all. I don't think their tent's even up. No. I think even the second time they end up telling them that it's right, I don't think it was right. They just were like, all right, go to the next one. No, which I was going to say, that would honestly be one of the hardest things, personally, I think, to do. Like, to have to look at a campsite and memorize every single spot of where every single thing was and then have to run all that way and put it together. That would be so hard. I understand why they were struggling. Jen and Mandy, I really, it would be if difficult. I was them, I'd be, no, I'm done. Like, I'm I'm done. Well, Jen and Mandy, they didn't even make it to the eating portion. They get DQ'd because they're just so far behind and it's dark and they can't have them, like, probably legally, legal reasons, they can't have yeah. them running the final in the dark. So they get DQ'd. The, the one checkpoint where they're putting the dirt in that wheelbarrow that i know that was exhausting oh for sure well they had to yeah that that looked ridiculous they're carrying this huge dirt pile into like wagons and then dumping the dirt for no reason and they had to carry that pet rock that was well the first technically the first you know did they say how heavy that rock was because they're carrying this pet rock throughout the throughout the first day of the challenge they never said it's final they never said but then Wes does a stupid thing because mike does a smart thing where they Break the rock, hold the pieces so it's like divvied up, like somewhat evenly. Yeah. Mike and Leroy. They put half of it in like their jacket or something. Yeah. And Wes puts it in his sock. What a dummy. And his socks, like it starts cutting his leg and yeah. he's like bleeding. Yeah, no, it looks disgusting. There's and blood then, seeping through his socks. Yeah, Kenny says, dude, you're cutting your legs up. And Wes is like, it doesn't hurt as bad as it looks. I don't <laughs> care how mad it hurts. It's dumb. It's really dumb. Yeah. So the the eating, I know Gavin, you love the you love to compare yeah. like eating portions of it. I love the eating challenge. But this one is like it's it's different because it's difficult, but it's like normal. It's not food. like it's some gross like, food. Yeah. It's yeah. just so much of it. And like super dry. Like that piece yeah. of meat they had to eat was so dry. Dude, I love when everybody else is in there. First of all, there's some good Kenny one liners in this too. He's like, dude, I c- I'm Italian. I could eat uh an a this big of a feast every day of the week twice on sunday <laughs> <laughs> and then wes is like throwing up right away because yes. he's already dehydrated this is like the beginning of his dehydration and kenny looks at him he's like dude what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> eat this shit get this shit done <laughs> and tyler, and then, tyler walks yeah, in tyler and johnny walk in and 
Johnny goes, I bet you wish you had Tyler now because Tyler had gone the entire night puking, didn't yeah. eat anything in the morning. And he starving. eats like a house anyway. Yeah. He says, he walks in, like to quote, he said, uh, I bet you guys wish you had Tyler's big fat ass now or something. Big fat ass <laughs> is what he says. <laughs> so Kenny and Wesley first, uh, and Evelyn and I'm pretty sure Evelyn and Paula are winning throughout the in almost the entire yeah, they challenge. They won the entire thing. They won before yeah, they they've, the entire one. They've never, they never had a, they never didn't have a lead. Yeah. Which is a little surprising. But Kenny and Wes leave. And this is where Kenny had, or Wes has this die moment where he's like dying on this no. while they're climbing up. And I think Kenny doing what he does, Kenny's like, dude, he's like yelling at him because he's seen him. Wes, we've seen Wes kind of die in like these long, um, mm-hmm daily things they have to do like he died in fresh meat too in the in the uh exile battle so he's kind of dying in this neck dude he's like i've been he's like freaking out and then you hear his talking head and he's like yeah he said i've been carrying you this entire he's talking wes is talking he said i've been carrying you this entire challenge it's time for you to carry me and i was like what and then you see kenny actually carrying wes up this hill <laughs> which I, later is such bragging rights for i think that purposes. that probably fed into the how tony not Tony, Johnny and Tyler end up winning because Johnny has in one of his talking heads, he says, I look up the mountain and I see Wes on Kenny's shoulders. That had to feed into them. They're like, oh, Wes is dying. Oh, we can sure. do this. Yeah, because if that wouldn't have happened, Kenny and Wes probably would have won. Yeah, because they have sure. to stop multiple times. And you yeah. even see, like, it was obviously very grueling, like we already said, because you see Johnny cramps up a couple of times too, yeah. and he's trying to stretch his legs out. I mean, a little bit of Wes's defense. It does. The camera does zoom into like his muscles are literally contracting, contracting like in his yeah. leg. Yeah. But this is the. I think this is the first that I can remember. This is the first overnight final that they have. I, I would. Agree. I think so too because they are. They're all shocked by it. They're like, "Wait, overnight? Where do we sleep?" Because they thought they were going to get a check. Yeah. Yeah. So Kenny and Wes finished first for the boys on the first day. Johnny and Tyler, and then. Mike and Leroy finish the day. Like they make it up the hill. They're in third the entire time. And Mike looks like he's a zombie. Yeah. But then Evelyn and Paula finished first for the girls. And then Laurel and Cara finished second for the girls. And we talked about John, Jen and Mandy DQ. But this is the one where they got, I think they have to stand on the rock. And while they're standing on the rock, their partner, one partner has to stand on the rock. The other partner can either go sit by the fire or sleep. No, it's, you or don't have work? to stand on the rock. It's so it's, if somebody wants to sleep, their partner to has to stand okay. on that rock. If you yeah. want to stay awake, you can both stay awake and sit by the fire. That's what it is. And so they're talking at one point, and uh, Kenny's just talking m- so much crap about Wes, and Wes can hear it. And so they get in this big argument about it. But they're talking, they're talking around the fire, and they're like kind of trying to hype Mike up, and like Mike, it's all right. And then while while Mike while they're trying to hype Mike up, Mike just pukes everything out into the fire. <laughs> the uh whenever Kenny and Wes are arguing Wes, Kenny has another great one line here's so many in the season he says right now I'd love or actually he might have said this earlier whenever Wes was dying but whatever he says it in this final he says uh, right now I'd love to rip his head off his shoulders and throw it off of this mountain <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they, they go through this entire night which okay they they always show these in finals but that has to be one of the worst parts because then the next day and you have to go do some physical activity after really not sleeping all night. Yeah. It's got to be so crazy. This is the I, part of the cha- of the finals. And tell me if you agree with this. I know I've talked to Sydney about this, Gavin. 
when you have a lead on day one, I think it should be overall time. Yeah. Don't give them a two-minute – because Wes and Kenny could have had a 15- to 30-minute lead on Johnny and Tyler. And you're erasing that, and you're giving them a two-minute lead or three-minute, whatever it was, three-minute lead. Yeah. I, it's It makes it – it makes it better, more entertaining of a show. Cause like, Oh, it's going to be close in the last bit, but in fairness, I agree with you. Yes. It should be something different. Than but that. I think it should be cause they do this. This is one season that I see them do it in is in free agents. There's different phases they do, but it's overall time for each competitor. That to me seems the most fair. Cause I think yeah. overall time in this exactly. Penny and West probably win this final. Yeah, because even on free agents, like Nani and Laurel are seconds apart, or like so close minutes, a couple minutes minutes apart. But because Laurel gets up there first, and she she does still doesn't know she won. Like she's the first one up there, but she has to sit and wait to see what the time is. That's one thing I don't like about when they do the times. Is like I like the drum dramatic part of them coming up to the top of the final, and they're like, "Oh, I'm here, I won. It's over at that point." I don't like. It's not as entertaining to see them get to the top and then have to wait to go to the bottom and that and aspect then... is probably why they do it yeah just so you can have that kind of moment but i do think that second day they should have just started them all out at the same time and they just done best time beginning oh, on the second day like then second the day like day, start them off on this climb matter. at the same time or stagger them i don't care but like you do overall time of oh they... of the whole channel of the whole of final day one just and day, day two no okay, day one okay. and day two because kenny you. i mean we obviously Paul and Evelyn, Paula and Evelyn won both days. So it really didn't matter for the girls. Like they went up winning the final, but for, I think for Kenny and Wes and Johnny and Tyler, it did make a difference because Absolutely. Kenny and Wes dominated day one. They even really kind of won day two. Just they didn't find the compass in time. They, or the, the, yeah. What is it? What is they have to get? They climb like up a this GPS thingy or something and the like GPS that. to get the GPS to where their trophy is. Yeah. Right, coordinates to where the trophy is, and then they get the trophy and go to the flag, and they win. So Johnny and Tyler end up winning that, and it is a close race. Like they're both on the top of the hill, and Mike and Leroy quit that night or that day, right? Yeah, right before like, like Johnny and everybody has already started to run up the hill, and Leroy and Mike are like, we just we can't well, do it's it. Mike. Because- Mike's Leroy. I think Leroy is the one who talks. He's like, I just don't want to hurt him or anything. I don't want him to. And I think, like you see, TJ. Like usually TJ would clown yeah, you because he you pissed, but he literally was like, All right, no. Like he he understood like Mike's not like I think honestly for the show too, like if they put Mike up on that mountain, he probably hurts himself truly, falls off that mountain and hurts himself seriously. So they were like, All right, we can't let this guy go. I think maybe if they didn't quit, they might have not let them go because he was so delirious. I also think it would have been a bad look because there's a good chance that I mean, who knows if he makes up that hill and let's say, like you said, Wes and Kenny make it up, make it up that mountain first and they still lose. Imagine as much as those two teams dominated that final. If somehow Leroy and Mike make it up that hill with like five minutes with five minutes later than they do. And they've lost the, the first final, the first part of the final by like 30 to 40 minutes. And they end up winning that Yeah, by just, magically finding their compass first or magically finding their box first like that would have been bad another part of this last little bit is when after everybody makes it up to the top you see kenny and wes have gained no friendship they're 
whoop kitty still hate each other they're yelling at each other and then you see like johnny and tyler are like truly made a friendship it's kind of funny how that works out yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's probably exactly why they won actually it's because they were they're good competitors but they worked way better together yeah they were able to communicate with each other way but better than kenny it just was. got back to the fact where it wasn't really west yelling at kenny it was kenny just cussing out west it was awesome <laughs> <laughs> i loved it so much I think this is this has got to be because this is Johnny's third win at this point. Third, yeah, third. Would, and it's Tyler's back to back. I think this is his most impressive win ever, or to this point. No, to this point, not ever. No, no, no. I have way more impressive wins, but I think this is his most impressive win to this point because it's the one where it's the other two were groups. Yeah, the island and the ruins were groups. This one, it's him and Tyler, and Tyler was sicker than a dog, which is awesome for Tyler that he competed in this. But I think overall, this is. So far, up to this point, Johnny Banana's best win. Agreed. So that's all. And then Evelyn and Paula win this. Laurel again You're finishes second. Up to this point? I'm sorry. Oh, up to this point of his wins? I've said that, yeah, four times now. <laughs> sorry. Twice, maybe. Not not four times, yeah, but maybe not probably times. twice. But I said up to this point, compared to the island and the ruins, okay. this is the most impressive win. Not overall. Say because free agents is way more impressive than this, but yeah. this this it was for me Johnny's most impressive win up to this point that we've gotten in the season's coverage. But Paula and Emil, Evelyn win, and it's pretty it's a pretty dominant performance by them. The whole season. honestly, the whole season is just dominant for them. Yeah, they. I it, remember back to the first time I watched this. I I'm pretty sure I texted one of you, if not both of you, and I said, "Who is the standout in this season for the girls?" and one of you or both of you said Evelyn and Paula, like not even a question. Yeah, they Evelyn in this because Paula throughout this had been in seven seasons and never won. And Evelyn's a monster. If Evelyn gets in a good alliance, she wins. It's yeah. just what it is. And if it's not politics against her, it's Paula. She wins. Paula, she got so lucky on both of these because it's the same. It's on this Rivals one, it was not even a question. They're winning. Like they, killed the entire season and then rivals two comes around she gets emily she's winning you know yeah. like she's excited when she gets emily too because she knows like i got a good partner again i'm, I'm winning this like in the so beginning of the season you even hear um whenever evelyn first gets partnered up with paula she says this will be this will be interesting because the the unthinkable will have to happen to win this challenge paula will have to win a challenge for me to yeah. win this challenge yeah, yeah. and I think if you look at this and it's what's crazy is this season. If you go by where they end up as challengers, like overall challenge careers, if you get peak, this is probably peak Evelyn and peak Paula. Am I right? Where they win this. I'm trying to think. I think it's just peak Evelyn and peak Paula. Like where that, I would say peak Paula is peak probably Paula Rivals, is Rivals 2. Rivals 2. Yeah, yeah. Same. Okay. Same. She wins more challenges on Rivals 2 for sure. But... I don't know. Well, that's partly because I would say Emily is a better competitor Emily's, than Evelyn. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. I will say that any day. I think Evelyn's, yes, Evelyn's a beast, but Emily, Emily just didn't do enough. That's the problem. She didn't do enough seasons, but she is a beast. She needs to be on an all-stars or something. She needs some ought to be on something. She's so good. Well, Paula was, deserved this, though. She, I mean, I've just yeah, so many seasons not winning. She deserved it. But can you imagine if this was like Kara? at her strength and Laurel at her strength. I don't think they lose teammates. a daily. <laughs> no chance. 
no chance because I think you we can both I think objectively you can have your feelings about Cara in certain seasons, but Cara and Laurel overall are better competitors than oh, Paula sure. and Evelyn. Oh, for sure. Overall, not just competitors. Overall, everything they're better. Yes, in general, challengers overall they are better than both of them. Yes. Yeah. So it's just crazy. Like in this season, they were together, but they weren't. I don't think they either. Either of them were at the peak of where they were going to be. So it's just kind of like not even close. Could have been what could have been. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny watching these now going back because the money winnings in all of these are so much less than what they oh, end yeah. up being. Yeah. It's like they're fighting, for, but they're, they're fighting just as hard. We hadn't mentioned that until this point yet. Which but is yeah, what's they're... crazy. Cause yeah, if you look at rivals one final and look at what they're making and then you go to perfect example, final reckoning, you get a million dollars and you get the option to keep it. And that was the saddest final I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, we, we can talk about that when we get there because yeah. I have no, a lot of things to say about just, that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the comparison is it's insane. Like even I mean, you could not just not just the fact that that final was kind of weak, but like the comparison to especially this is going back one season. But in Cutthroat, it was a four. It was a team challenge. And overall, they won one hundred twenty five thousand, I think is what it was. So it got divvied amongst them. So they won right. like between 30 and 40,000, depending on how much they had in their bank account. And now a uh, a winner in like just say last season spies lies and allies one team got four hundred thousand or one person i mean got four hundred thousand right which is insane yeah it, the winnings are crazy how much different they are from season to season but they like in these ones these seasons are arguably better and they're making less money yeah oh for sure they're better yeah it's crazy making less money yeah but overall, this season, I mean, for me, it's a ten out of ten. If you're ever gonna, I would, I'm gonna go nine point seven out of ten, just because I have a a ten out of ten scale in my mind. But this is a nine point seven no, for I me. Agree. Rivals too, but we'll have this it. is a nine point seven for no, me. No, I agree. I'd say about nine. I'll say nine point seven as well. It's it's so hard for me to rank without like thinking about stuff like that. I'm just gonna. Before we did this podcast, I didn't picture this as one of the like top tier seasons. And now that we're start like after rewatching it and actually picking it apart a little bit, I would agree. I'm gonna say nine point two. It's it's one of the best casts for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. I think I would say this is talking before I've looked at other casts, but I will say this is the best cast of any season ever. I'm not up to bottom. Back. I'm not yeah, going to say that. ever. I have a few other seasons. I think cast wise go. No, but I'm saying, you, I, won't, I wouldn't push back on you on that. I think this is in perspective of Kara is a top five girl. Laurel is a top five girl. Johnny's a top five guy. CT's a top five guy. Yeah. Wes is arguably a top five guy. Uh, you got to take arguably off that. He's at least a top five guy. At Relaxed. least. I mean, probably. <laughs> oh my God. Wes is absolutely in top five. Wait, this is a whole different conversation, yeah. but probably. So do you guys have, do you have anything else to add for uh, rivals? I do not. Okay. What is, what is your, that's, so that's a wrap on season breakdown of rivals. By far my favorite season breakdown so far. Yeah. And it just gets better from here. Oh, yeah.